Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hope everybody's doing well today. I want to welcome everybody to the Unimpressed Podcast. And today we have a very special guest on the show. His name is Mr. Zion Clark. He's calling in from Los Angeles, and I want to welcome him. And he's got a, a pretty special story to tell. So welcome, Zion. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Life's great. If anybody follows what I'm doing, I've been traveling a lot. So I uh, get work from a lot of different martial arts masters because I'm looking for my next fight. The fans are itching. So I'm just kind of playing out my options. I kind of like to do things a little different. I kind of like to unearth who I'm talking to and see what we can teach mm-hmm. people today. And, you know, what's very interesting to me is when I think about you and what you have going on, it's like, where's that internal drive come from, you know, based on your, your story and your history? And, and when did you recognize that internal drive? Man, I was probably 18. You know, it's, um, I became a pro athlete right out the gate, uh, starting with track and field. So it's been, um, you know, I just had a lot of big moments. A uh, big moment of realization back when I was still in high school where I was like, oh, I can actually do something with my life. You know, after 17 years of crap, you know, being 18 and having a whole couple doors in front of myself, I was able to really, uh, you know, to like to hone in my uh, senses, you know, and just really start focusing on what I really want in my life. Stop worrying about what other people were thinking. And then, boom, my athletics just started accelerating at a crazy rate. If you're listening to the show and you don't know Mr. Clark, I mean, he he doesn't have any legs. He was born with no legs, right? Yes, sir. And I think that's very commendable of you when I think about like the kids today, you know, and uh, and how how sensitive kids are today growing up. <laughs> you know, with technology and yeah. the fact that, you know, you dealt with that part of it. And mm-hmm. then you had this, this other thing. I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, because if you think about yourself, nobody should have any excuses, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when you started going down this journey at 18, I mean, what was your first goal when you started having this thought process? Man, it wasn't necessarily that I had really big goals that I had. I didn't know that even now, like if I would have told myself at 18, even when I realized that I wanted to keep my athletic process going, I wouldn't be able to tell you now that I'd be a pro fighter and I'd be a pro factor field athlete. I'd be working with the world's top fighters to help me get into their leagues. You know, like that's not anything I would, I ever really set a goal on. Uh, fighting, maybe, you know, I've been a big fan of the UFC and everything since I was a little kid uh, and watch I was it was 2011 I think John Jones won his first uh, belt you know I was in I was a eighth grader man and I saw him do that you know and if last night two nights ago I was talking to him face to face man if I could have told if I could have told myself that all that would have been happening I wouldn't believe it but here's the thing the mind the thing about goal setting is the way I think is I had to set small goals at a time so I was just really working on my technique and my skill in the sport of wrestling working on different technique and skill in the sport of track and field uh to where I would they would consistently start adding up to my performance so then you you progressively got to see me explode onto the map as each performance I got better and better more more, more matches I started I started becoming more dominant and more dominant and that stretched all the way through college all the way up until now that I uh, have a 
pro record of one and zero MMA fight. You know, as you were growing up, what kind of things did you have to deal with? I mean, you know, with kids today, I don't think kids today cherish. Uh, they don't cherish a lot of things or give value to a lot of things, and they're very, uh, mm -hmm. very short sighted, if you will. I mean, what was that? What was that like? having to endure that as a kid i mean as a kid you know i'm I'm 25 so i feel like my generation is probably one of the last ones that we actually played outside you know when we were kids they, they only had flip phones no one really cared about the flip phones until the ipod came up yeah. you know so with that being said like we grew up being in the streets you know we grew up being outside all the time and so like i didn't have many friends at all and if people said something i didn't really hear them you know unless you were to come up to my face and want to bully me which i did i did like have issues with that but at the same time i just you know with my my situation living growing up really rough so then with that being said i'll usually be want to fight back uh so like just from there to where i'm at now there's a lot of maturity a lot of growth and i feel really happy where i am in life right now now you you were adopted Mm -hmm. Well, I got to I got to commend the lady who adopted you. Did you have a lot of fear when when that part of your life took place? How'd you feel about that situation? I mean, man, I've been in and out. I was in and out of eight different homes uh, growing up. So that being said, I didn't really care. You know, I wanted I just want to make sure I had a roof over my head. But then inside that, I found a whole family that really cared for me. And, you know, I wanted to make sure I could do right by them. And my mom and my sisters and my uncles, my grandparents, everybody that I love them very dearly. And um, when that happened, you know, I still have my issues at home uh, when I got adopted. But uh, with this being the right family for me, they were able to help me really focus and uh, help me just think straight, you know. When you wake up every day and you go after the day, what is, what is the first thing you think about when you get up every day? Shoot, my dog. I have a, I have a year, one-year-old <laughs> pit bull at, at the crib. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I'm thinking of, I wake up and I'm actually, I was like, all right, no pee on the floor, no crap on the floor. That'd be a good day. <laughs> you know, so. I like that. I like that. Uh, but aside from that, I, I call my agent or I call my book manager or somebody to uh, see what the things I have uh, scheduled for the day is. I sit down, I watch the TV, I stretch, and then I uh, get going. You know, I'm like a very simple man. Uh, I don't have any rituals I do every morning. I'm like everybody else. I get up, I got things to do. It's just my, the things I do are vastly different from others. I can tell you're very grounded and you have a very strong mind, you know, because to, to internalize, a lot of people I don't think can internalize the things that you, you experienced in your life and, and be able to get past that. You know, I mean, it takes a very strong mm -hmm. person to do that because I, I, I've did some of that myself, you know, a lot of things that, um, I had to internalize and think about and find the answer for myself. Do you feel like you found these answers for yourself? I don't think a lot of people could tell you the right thing to do based on just what I, I feel from you. Yeah, you know, everybody can have their opinion, you know. So with that being said, you got to really think, is this good for me? Is this, what are the consequences? What are the setbacks? What are the gains you get from it? You know, it's, um, I thought I did a lot of, I've been having to do like self-thinking like that for my own decisions for a long time because I didn't really have a support system. So now that I'm older, uh, I feel like it's easier to process what's good for me and what's not. Uh, given that I've probably experienced three different lifetimes in 17 years, you know, uh, just from the types of people I was around and the types of things I experienced and from how how I had to mature way faster uh, just to keep up and survive. I saw the video of you running um, and the time, I guess, what, the first time you did it, they missed the time. What was that time you did? Uh, what that was first that one? 
The forty was that a forty yard? Uh, no, it was a twenty, a 20 meter. Twenty meter. Just okay. uh, uh, see if I could uh, break the world record for it, and I ended up doing it. Funny thing is, the first uh, run that I did for it, I actually moved faster than what the world record is right now because I I completely used all my energy for that first that first take. Uh huh. And um, yeah, then I came back and did it again and didn't duck under the fence this time. <laughs> Have you touched any type of spirituality or anything like that? A bit, uh, you know. I do. I am a man of God. You know, at the end of the day, I'm a I'm a believer in Christ, and then. You know, it's it's for me. Faith is important. Uh, I wouldn't say I circulate my life around it, but uh, it has been God that's gotten me through some tough times when there's nobody I can pray about things. And uh, sometimes that's what you need, and that's what's kind of kept me a little grounded too. Uh, my big thing is music, so I would listen to a lot of gospel music. On top of like, you know, I'm from the hood, man, so I listen to, like my hip hop and shit. But at the same time, you know, it's. Uh, Dude, Christ has played a big part. You know, every success that I have, every victory that I win, I give all glory to God first. Was this in Ohio? Yeah, it was Ohio, Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio. And what was that like? I mean, just, you know, I mean, it's you know, rough, having a disability you know? and being there in the hood, you know? I mean, I had homies, you know, I have some homies that aren't here today now. Um, you know, we, we had to band together and learn how to survive. You know, those are my brothers for life. Yeah. Uh, you feel like those are my dogs. You feel so it, it's like growing up there, we all have our own struggles. I wasn't the only one struggling, you know, we could, re- we could relate to that yeah. and we could really come together. And then that's how we started our, that's how we got to, that's how we've been running with each other the last 13 years or more. <laughs> nice. And a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people look at that the right way because I think that's a survival mechanism. You know, if you have to yeah. survive and you want to survive and you got to, you know, certain things happen and, you know, that's what happens. But you're you're still trying to live and, and I guess, progress in life. And a lot of people, I don't think, look at that the right way because you can't. Yeah, no, there's some, like, some. I heard this quote from G. Herbo. I don't know if you know who that is. He's a big, big-time artist that I follow. And uh, he said he doesn't, he does he only acts gangster when he has to. Besides that, he's no different from being you. He's trying to live his life. He has kids. He has things to do. He has things to take care of. Yeah. And like that goes the same for me. I'm only going to, I'm only going to be a gangster when I need to be. Other than that, I want to make sure I can spread positivity, live my life and be comfortable. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of times just because you have to make a choice for survival, doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're a bad person at the end. No, exactly. You know, and I mean? feel like that gets I feel like that gets misjudged pretty pretty often because in some cases of like I would say like self defense, you know, the person that defend themselves can still be sent to prison, which is absolutely ridiculous to me. You know, and we are said to have a right to defend ourselves in that country, but yet we do it and we still get in trouble for it. In a way, I think there should be some way to unearth that and maybe put some better knowledge out there because yeah. you don't you don't know what you don't know. To me, I'm a clairsentient, so I'm a I'm a heal I'm a natural healer, and and I don't sell it. I don't try to sell it or make money off of it. But I have this this thing that showed up in my life, and I don't know. I just kind of look at things a little different. And you know, environment is a big part of direction in everybody's life. Mm-hmm. Right. And whatever you have to do in that environment is what you have to do at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Absolutely. And like in some. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We keep a lot of emotions bundled up inside in life, and sometimes we got to talk to people. I witnessed the benefits with my own two eyes. I have a close friend that was struggling with depression and felt like she had no one she could consistently talk to because of her busy schedule. She was matched with a therapist through BetterHelp. After several months of sessions, I've seen a tremendous change in her personality and in her life. If you're needing therapy and, and want to get some of those things off your chest, it's entirely online and designed to conveniently work around your schedule and empower you to be the best version of yourself. Just fill out a questionnaire and they will align you with the right therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unimpressed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash unimpressed. Some, some situations, you know, for, uh, at least was, what, this is what I've realized. I'm from a small city, man. So there's not a ton of us. There's a lot. There's like, there's a good amount of people, but like, still nothing compared to Los Angeles or Atlanta or uh, New Philadelphia. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. Most people, they don't leave their own state. So you might get stuck in a situation where you're fighting for your life day in, day out. And that's your life. That's your life now. Mm-hmm. And there's not really opportunity for you to expand your horizons. Me, I feel blessed and lucky to be able to to see where I'm at, to see where I'm at and where I'm where I come from. I have homies that are still back back home that are still on the same streets, and it's not it's not I would say necessarily completely their doing, but the system has set it up for us to not be able to go towards a certain fault, certain line of what we can do, and it takes a special type of individual to know how to step over that line and to really learn how to break free, and then boom, you start getting all these other experiences. When you lost a friend, lost your friend, and and you know, where you grew up, what was that like? You know, if when you lose a friend like that, I mean, I mean, man, he was like my older brother, you know, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, because like you have all these memories and like the, like they, they're the ones that taught you how to move a certain direction. They're the ones that taught you how to, they led by example, you know, you would see what they, even you would see what they did right. You see what they did wrong. And if you were far, you learn from, it. Yeah, you know, and it's, uh, sorry. Stop that. But you would you would see uh so I have a puppy, but you would see <laughs> that um that you would see what to do, you know, you would see how to move and how to talk and how to navigate through different types of people. And for me, my homie, he he really showed me a lot and he really hung out with me like every day, you know. We was in the back of the in the back of the woods, just back in the day, smoke smoking a joint. You know, yeah. like and he just talking about life, man. Yeah. And most people they see that, they they see that on the outside and they're like, Oh, 
then them cats doing drugs. But yeah. on the inside, we're actually having full blown conversations with each other, creating memories. Yeah. And so like I have a lot of memories like that where like it's just me and a homie in the in the whip just ride around the city, you know, those things like and you gotta think every time I go home I'll never get to do that again. Oh. And it's it's hard, but at the same time we have to learn and we have to keep growing. Because uh, I know for a fact he wanted us to keep running our stuff up. Because while he was still here, he would always tell me, "Bro, you're doing it. You gotta keep going." Yeah, I mean that is, you know, I mean I think that's a good example based on what you you were having to deal with. I mean I think whoever that guy was, I mean I think that shows a lot of heart. You know what I'm saying? That that maybe society wouldn't shine a light on. You know, this guy's showing heart and you know, and showing some humanity, you know, that maybe isn't explained, you know? Absolutely. And everybody is different. Everybody loves different. Everybody hates different. You know, you can cover hate with a nice smile and some kind words, even though you have the most illest intention behind it. But at the same time, you could have a rough situation and you could be put in situations that, um, are designed for you to fail and you can still have a positive positive outlook you know even with the disability when did you realize that your abilities were probably bigger than what did were they bigger than what you anticipated did you like um yeah for sure i did not imagine i'd be able to do some of the things that i do whether it's athletically or just be at this state of mind mentally you know i've I've had to do a lot of crap since i've started having having success you know more success more problems i think when you're an athlete I think you, you know, it's it's gaining confidence, right? When did you gain confidence and realize that you were really you you could be really good at what you're trying to do? I mean, shit. I was I was probably 18. I had a lot of success, man. In high school, I I, I won like 13 matches in a row before I lost one, and I lost some of the best guys in the state of Ohio. And I was like, that's what it takes to beat me. You know? I said, okay, let's go. You know, and like after that, I started really pushing it. And uh, was able to get to the next level. How do you analyze a fight? I always watch the footage, see what happens, see where I slipped up, see where I get hit, see where I get taken down. I look at all my mistakes and I analyze them, and I go back and put myself those in those situations on the mat in real practice to see wait, where is this mistake happening from, and then I drill it a thousand times until I get it to perfection, and then boom. I learned a new technique. I learned how to better upgrade myself so I, the same thing doesn't happen again. Now, when you watch an opponent, do you cater different strategies based on the opponent? Yeah, because everybody's different. Everybody has a different style of fighting, different way that they move. So one guy I face might not be, might not move like the next guy that I'll have to fight, you know? Yeah. So I can't just base it off of every one opponent's skill. I'm going to have to study you, look into you, see how you move, and uh, see how you get how you, how you you get to work. And then from there, I start making my own game plan. And here's the thing. You- with fighting and race, wrestling, that game plan can still just go completely out the window when, when the fight starts. So you always got to be ready for anything. So you train everything. What are you trying to do out the gate? I'm not going to. I can't tell you that. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't want to give away your secrets. <laughs> no, I don't. I actually don't like giving away my secrets at all. Even, like, before fights pop up, I try to delete. I, I archive, like, as much stuff as I can so nobody can see anything. And move in the next couple of years, what are you trying to accomplish? Um, Maybe a couple world titles. In my athletics, depending whether it's wrestling, track and field, or uh, MMA, uh, whatever one happens first. And then besides that, I'm just trying to live my life, man. I don't have any ulterior goals. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm extremely famous right now. And it's really like stuff's been blowing up. I don't care about that. Ten years from now, I'm not going to be known as the famous. I'm not going to be known as the elite wrestler. I'm going to be known as the retired wrestler. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, aside from that, I just want to live a good life, man. Maybe start a family. Like, you know, just really just look at the next stage of things. And I'm still going to be speaking. I'm still going to be doing appearances, acting, uh, all that fun stuff. You know what I mean? That I've really 
like establish myself in now. But aside from that, I'm just a normal guy trying to live that most absolute best life that I can for myself. Well, I think you could really educate. You know, talking about talking about being in Canton and that, you know, overcoming that. Now you're sitting in L.A. I mean, I think you could teach a lot of people a lot of things. Oh, absolutely. And that's where this and that's where the speaking comes in. So I can do exactly that. What is your narrative with your speeches? Uh, They're all different. You know, I couldn't I don't give the same speech every time. I feel like I would be boring if I did that. You know, I approach it differently. I don't even write down my speeches. You know, they give me a premise on what to talk about. And I think about what has to do with what I have to talk about, what it has to do with what event I'm at or who I'm speaking to. Uh, you know, I analyze the crowd, analyze the event, and then I go from there. Write a couple cue, write a couple uh, points on a cue card, and those are my anchors. Have you ever tried to tap into your spirituality and yourself? Like, what do you mean, like, spirituality? Because, like, I'm like, I'm about to be working with uh, Mike Tyson's shaman. Uh, here yeah. coming up soon. I mean, so, I'm basically on that. Okay, so on that on that level, no, I have not. I'm getting ready to because I really want to like really know myself. There's a lot of high intelligence there. Oh no, I know. That's why I'm. That's why I'm doing it. I really want to. Because that's kind of what I do. Is like I just I like to get into conversations and then read off the conversation and then tell a story through the conversation or what the responses are. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to get out there and just you know take an outline. Right. And then go and fill in the content. I mean, that's a, you know, you may be dialed in to some higher thing that you don't even realize yet. Is what yeah, I'm maybe. Saying. I've really accessed that. I've worked with different speaking coaches on how to, how to deliver the most impactful way I can. And now I'm, well, when it comes to spirituality, that's going to help me really tune everything up to any other higher level, especially working with uh, a shaman to kind of op- like open everything up i definitely think you'll tap into something there that you just because I, I didn't get in i didn't tap into it till later in life but i i saw that i met shamans i met people along the way and it was part of my journey and it's almost like my crew you know were seeking this lifestyle and i was like the least one to get there and then it just shows up in my life you know yeah i'm native american uh cherokee indian and you know, having heat come out my hands is something that I never thought would be happening. That makes yeah. sense. You know what I mean? And I know you're going through this young process of of learning, you know, your landscape and who you are. But I think if you stay centered and just stay with yourself and don't believe everything you hear, mm-hmm. believe in your first 10 seconds of instincts, I think that's going to... Um, lead you in the right direction because you know sometimes people try to especially entertainment and this the world you're in you know stay true to yourself and and go on your own personal instincts first and don't listen listen to the nonsense you know what i mean yeah no absolutely what's the next big event you have on the calendar dude i mean i want to call it an event but i'm going to south africa for a week on wednesday oh okay nice yeah i'm gonna make some make some connections out there build my presence out there and just check out the culture yeah oh yeah so Yep, I'm coming out with my book, Work With What You Got, uh, by being Candlewick, uh, partnered with my writer, James Hirsch. And um, it's a book about my life, you know, all the things that I don't touch on when I speak or that aren't in the Netflix documentary or aren't in some article are all in this book. Uh, So to get a better understanding of why I think the way that I do. And uh, it's it's my memoir, uh, essentially. And, you know, I keep hearing I'm pretty young to have a memoir. But like I said, I have 10 times the amount of experience as somebody my age in general. So it's enough for a book. And I feel like the people need to read this to understand what's going on in this country from my point of view. And that from there on, you can make your own justified opinions. And I just hope that it's really impactful. Well, you're definitely an old soul, 100%. I mean, I can see that. And um, if they want to find any information about 
Mr. Clark, where do they where do they go to? Uh, if you go to my Instagram, Big Z ninety seven, or my Facebook, Big uh, Just Zion Clark, or my uh, everything else is Big Z across my handles. Uh, I'll have the little blue check mark, so you'll be able to see that. And uh, from there, I have a link in every one of those pages to everything that I'm doing, my speeches, uh, the events I'm going to be at that I've already done, just everything that I'm doing. I don't want to hold you up, but I think you're definitely an inspiration. And was there anything else you wanted to put out to the world before we started to come to a close here? Uh, the only thing is check out my next fight. I'm going to figure out who that's going to be soon and uh, be prepared for me to put on another show. This has been Mr. Zion Clark on the Unimpressed Podcast, and I'm John Edmonds Cosma, the CEO of Bang Productions. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 